child-free woman in business, sharing her business journey and brand-building strategies for other introverted and child-free entrepreneurs. Welcome to my secret club. Hi everyone, my name is Tash. Uh, welcome to my new podcast. Uh, this is episode one and I have not recorded anything before so this might be the worst. It might be really bad, it might not resonate with you, it might make me sound like a complete and utter idiot. Uh, those are all of the thoughts going through my head when I'm sitting in my walk-in wardrobe uh, recording this sitting on the floor. Uh, we'll see how we go. Um, this is step one in putting myself out there and actually sharing my journey, sharing what I'm going through, um, all the steps along the way to creating this latest business. Uh, I have had businesses before, um, four years ago, oh, it might have been four and a half years ago now, I ran a wedding industry, uh, <laughs> a wedding business, um, in the wedding industry, obviously, uh, and I ran that successfully for four years and then I sold it uh, last year. Uh, so that was a big journey for me. Um, it was my first business. I had been teaching before I started that business. I was teaching graphic design at a local private college, which was amazing and everything that I wanted at the time. But then I realized that I was getting really sick and really exhausted all of the time. And I didn't know why at the time. Uh, I just knew that I needed something new and different and had always kind of dreamt of working in the wedding industry and had no idea how to do that, uh, what that would look like. Um, but it always kind of been there in the back of my mind that I could totally start a business. Uh, my mum has been an entrepreneur her whole life and so I guess there's always been her experiences and her journey um, to spur me on um, and so I started learning I did a online course doing wedding planning that ended up being a massive mistake um, as I started doing the course I realized that talking to people one-on-one -on -one about their wedding was not really something that I was suited to um, I didn't know that at the time it only took like learning about it and seeing what uh, the reality of it was not the dream that you see um, when you're looking at all of the very pretty weddings and um, beautiful wedding magazines and the wedding industry. Um, I thought that wedding planning was totally for me. Um, and then it turned out that it wasn't. But if I hadn't done that course, then it wouldn't have led me to the business I did do, which was amazing. Um, so... As I was doing my course, we needed to uh, plan out a pretend wedding. Um, and being the type A overachiever that I am, uh, it had to all be real. I had to be able to speak to the wedding suppliers that would be helping me create my fake wedding. Uh, and so as I was doing all of my research, I was on Pinterest like hours every day, pinning things for this make-believe wedding. Um, and I started noticing a trend in America uh, of gold cutlery being used for weddings um, and I was aware that Australia is typically a year or two behind 
uh, in wedding trends and I started looking to see if there was anyone in Australia that uh, was doing it because obviously I needed it to be real, I needed it to be a product that I could actually use for this fake wedding um, and I found one company in Melbourne that had one set and they didn't ship interstate and I was annoyed. I <laughs> My overachiever needed to be able to have this product and then it was like a light bulb went off uh, I was like well I would like a way into the industry where I can actually get to talk to people and make connections before I start offering wedding planning services this was back when I still thought I would be a wedding planner um, and thought well maybe I could get some old cutlery <laughs> why not I had a bunch of savings and I found a, su a supplier in China that could send me out some um, different sets. So I got some samples sent and I decided that I was going to offer four different cutlery sets um, in yellow and rose gold. And I bought 50 sets of four different styles and took the risk. I thought at the time, what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is that all of that cutlery would sit in my walk-in wardrobe at this point uh, not doing anything and that I will have spent that money that I'd saved and that seemed like an okay risk for me. I still had a job that I enjoyed going to moderately, uh, I wasn't like desperate or hard up for money and I had a dream and so I did it and everything sort of flowed in a way that I wasn't expecting. Uh, I met some amazing people. I found a local um, business that uh, she was a wedding dress designer, Jennifer Gifford Designs, who is amazing by the way, uh, in Brisbane. Uh, and she had created this space where uh, a bunch of different wedding vendors could come and display their um, wedding wares, I guess. Um, and as brides would come in to try on dresses with her, they could walk around and uh, get the contact details for all of the other vendors. So that was amazing, and I joined like on the spot uh, and went to the introductory meeting for that. I told everyone what I was uh, doing and had a wedding planner immediately go, oh my god, I've been waiting for you, we have to do a style treat together. And everything kind of just changed to him at life and took off. And as you get to know me, you'll realize that I'm an emotional person and when I'm feeling something very deeply, I cry. <laughs> and it's not because I'm upset, it's just because I'm feeling these emotions very deeply, as I'm guessing that you probably do as well. Um, and so I ran that business for four years. Uh, it took about a year and a half, or maybe a year, until I got my first booking uh, and for anyone who knows the wedding industry uh, bookings tend to be six months to 18 months in advance of the wedding itself um, and so in that meantime I was building up contacts I was doing a lot of collaborative styled shoots uh, I was getting my social media out there I was getting published in magazines uh, it all sort of just <laughs> fell into place and happened uh, to me I didn't really feel like I was in control of anything. Um, I just was saying yes to everything. Uh, anytime someone wanted to work with me, I said yes. Um, and 
that paid off. I started getting booking inquiries, and then because I was the only one that was shipping interstate at the time, um, I started getting bookings from all around the country. Uh, and it got very busy very fast, and I wasn't actually really prepared for that. Um, I had a new job by then. I was writing a graphic design diploma for a private RTO, which was very intense and had a very intense deadline. So I was running a busy wedding business on the side of my very busy full-time job, um, which was intense and crazy. And uh, I wouldn't exchange it for the world because having the job gave me a confidence to just go for it and do whatever I needed to do. Um, I started hiring someone to uh, polish cutlery for me. That was the one thing I didn't consider when I decided that gold cutlery would be my business, is that there is a lot of polishing involved, like a lot, and each piece needs to be polished. And it's gold-plated, so it's very heavy. So I have to carry this very heavy cutlery all around. Um, my partner is incredible and did not complain one bit when we had floor-to-ceiling shelves in our very small bedroom, in our very small apartment that we share with a housemate in the city, in Brisbane. And he just wanted me to succeed, and that was amazing. Uh, so that business did really well. Um, about three years in, kind of the challenge of building the business and learning and growing was gone and all that was left was running the business um, and cleaning a lot of cutlery and I was just very sore all of the time from cleaning and carrying cutlery and I got bored and I decided to sell it and I found this beautiful girl who loved it like I loved it and she took it on and it fills me with joy that she's doing so well and has kind of run with it and um, is treating it like her own business. Um, that was really amazing for me. Uh, I, in the meantime, uh, the reason I, another reason I sold it is because I had started a new business with my friend, um, Hope Bottles, um, which is still going even though I'm now shifting my focus more towards uh, teaching again and doing brand strategy with other small businesses because that's kind of my jam. That's what uh, fills me some more tears. <laughs> um, there's been a lot of ups and downs in my journey, uh, a lot of learning, which obviously if you see any of my type, personality type information uh, would not be a surprise. Um, I'll be sharing more about that in future episodes um, and how that changed my life and changed my brand and the direction of my business and what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, so on that note, on this very shaky, tear-filled voice, um, I'll end this episode. Uh, I will be sharing like blog posts as well over on my website, uh, tashlewin.com. Um, it may take a few episodes before you even find this podcast. Um, but what I'll be sharing is kind of just my business uh, journey and different businesses that I've run in the past, uh, different work that I've done, different client work that I've done, uh, amazing clients that I've worked with, 
uh, as a graphic designer and brand strategist. Um, I'll be sharing uh, business tips and brand strategy, brand building tips um, that I think of, and mostly just sharing what's in my head because it's not what I do. I tend to keep it to myself and think that's my introverted nature. Um, and I realize that the rest of the world kind of needs to know what I'm thinking. And that's what this diary is. Uh, so I'm looking forward to connecting with you. Uh, it would make me really happy if you reached out, if that was the thing that you wanted to do, if you were excited to be part of my secret club, um, then please do get in touch. Um, I'll be setting up my email for that uh, very soon. Um, but in the meantime, you can find me uh, on Instagram. Um, nope, I haven't set any of that up yet. This has all been very last minute. I was going under a different name called InspoLab before, and then I realized that I just need to lean into my personal brands like I'm going to be telling everybody else. And so it's all on TashLewin.com. Um, once I've got some information and some ways that you can contact me, uh, I'll let you know. Um, until then, feel free to come on my website. There'll be a contact form there, um, and you can uh, let me know what's going on. Uh, I'm really excited and scared and um, just really leaning into getting out there and sharing even though it's not my natural uh, tendency and yeah that's it for this first one thank you so much for listening um, I'll see you in future episodes